0: Welcome to the 710 Postscript Podcast. 710 is a family of young adults committed to following Jesus, serving one another, and
1: kingdom living for the good of our city. My name is Lish. And my name is Jade. We are your co-hosts. Join us for this first season as we laugh and talk about practical ways to live out what we are learning. Oh, and P.S. Don't forget to subscribe wherever
0: you listen to podcasts.
1: Hey there, 710. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Postscript. Today we are wrapping up the family series. Um, Corey Pasterson has not yet preached on all the topics we will be discussing right now, but we wanted to dive deep before moving on to the next sermon series. Um, And P.S., we are on all platforms of podcastery like Apple and Spotify for your listening convenience. And uh, yeah. I think that's it. Let's get started. Okay, great. Podcast rate I hope you guys learned a new word today because <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: so the two things we really wanted to talk about and kind of like just dive into um, from our 710 series um, is specifically Corey's message on forgiveness Um just maybe, hopefully we can give you guys some practical things on that. Um, and then also the part that Corey hasn't preached on yet that we're going to be talking about is spiritual gifts. Um, mm. And specifically just like how the community of God, like we need each other. We need each other as spiritual gifts. Like we're not meant to just kind of harbor those for ourselves or even just like stuff them down. But they're meant to like edify and unify the body. Um, so we want to talk about those two things uh, today. Um, I think hopefully the plan is that we will spend less time on the forgiveness part of it and not because it's not important because it, it really is actually and I think forgiveness and unforgiveness is a huge topic mm-hmm. um, and oftentimes things that like maybe people don't want to talk about because you start talking about places in your life where you're unforgiving and we, at least me, maybe I should speak for myself. I immediately have all these reasons why I don't want to or I shouldn't have to or, you know, whatever. It's very easy to go, well, they did this and they did that and don't they know how this hurt? Like all those things. And so I think it's its really easy for us to kind of like keep forgiveness at an arm's length. Um, but I think because... Corey did talk about that already, like has already preached on that. We want to spend maybe less time on that part of it. Um, and then talking about just like our spiritual gifts and and what that looks like. Um Yeah, so we'll we'll just kind of jump in. Um I, I think one thing one really big thing that stuck out, um, and maybe Jade, you can I don't know, speak to this as well if it yeah. if it's if it spoke to you in the moment. But when Corey was talking about um unforgiveness being a prison, and I, I've heard a lot of different people or read a lot of things saying the same thing different ways. Um just how when you're being unforgiving towards a person, it oftentimes actually is hurting yourself more than you are hurting the other person, even though your intent is to like hurt the other person. And I I was thinking, and I did share this with you, Jade, for me thinking about how, not only it just like hurting me more, but it's hurting like my relationship with God. Um, Because something clearly that God has said, like, forgive your brother and sister, love them as I have loved you, thinking about like the grace that God has shown me. And so when I'm not doing that, when I'm not being forgiving towards a person um, in a particular situation... Again, not only is it like just hurting me, but it's actually hurting my relationship with the Lord because now there's this distance of like, oh God, I I don't want to come to you in this because I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: Well, I think when you said you said that um, when you're not forgiving someone, sometimes it's with the intent, and I, I may not be quoting this right, but you said the intent of hurting them but I've recognized a lot of times for me like I think I've forgiven people Mm. and then in Corey's message when he talked about ways that show like you haven't actually forgiven someone it's like anger Mm. and it's avoidance and I feel like that comes up more so like I feel like oh I've forgiven this person or oh I'm done with something and then I realize like oh my gosh I haven't actually (laughs) forgiven this person because A I'm avoiding them or you know B usually like anger strikes in my heart that is like unwarranted and so um I feel like it's not it's not it's like a a, sometimes it feels like a prison once I recognize it Mm. but it's not something that I feel like I actively am like I'm just not gonna forgive this person um so it's never usually with the intent of not like trying to like be like oh i'm not going to forgive them because you know blah, 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 whatever some people you know usually do and have the ill will towards yeah um but then when you talked about like having that hindering your relationship with god i i remember there's a particular you know person in my life where i feel like god is really helping me and it's it's really hard but um he's trying to help me forgive this person and i was reading bob goff's book um Mm. everybody always Mm -hmm. and it's all about just like he makes it sound so easy like just love everybody forgive everyone love difficult people like it's all so like whimsical and it is just it is like it's also like when when god says to just like love others that is the most simplest command and it is one of the hardest things to do and so forgiveness feels like that too sometimes and I also feel like when we allow ourselves to do things that are uncomfortable and like like when you do forgive someone it, it will lift up like this weight but it's hard to even like give give it up because the walking towards that weight it feels heavier than what the weight is mm. so uh, it, it's just so hard I that is something that God is currently working on me and my heart. And it is just like, I'm I'm excited because I really do want the Lord to help me in it, but I'm excited to see how that opens up me and God's relationship to like, Mm. be closer because I'm, Oh man, like God, I see what you mean when you say like, I like forgiving people is actually a part of like the freedom that he gives us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too, like, and I don't know, maybe this is making making too much of like forgiveness and creating these like levels or dichotomies. But it always feels like it's so much harder to forgive people that are really close to you <laughs> that have hurt you. And, and I guess that does make sense, actually, because when you think about like levels of trust and closeness. So when you when you are really close to someone or someone that's supposed to like protect you you know whether it's your family your parents your siblings I don't know things like that sometimes it seems so much harder in those situations to forgive because I don't know you you just like you trusted yourself with that person or you were vulnerable with them or you know what whatever that looks like um and then when that's broken it is it is really it is really hard and I Corey touched on this like in his message, which I was really thankful for, and I've heard other people say this as well. Um, like forgiveness really is a process, and I I think we forget that. I think I can forget that so easily. Of like, sometimes it it does feel like it is something that you have to constantly be taking to the Lord. Um, and when you feel that like anger rising up in you, or when you realize you're like darting to the other side of the room because you're trying to avoid this person. Having to go, OK, Lord, like just reconfess that and like and then walk into what you know you should do, even if it's hard, you feel that weight um, because it does take it takes time. Um, And and Corey, again, said the same thing in his message, like levels of hurt are going to dictate the length of time it takes for you to like really forgive and maybe move past something. And even once you maybe have said those words to someone of like, I forgive them and genuinely wanting to forgive them. But like the time that it's going to take to, um, just like have that trust rebuilt, um, and kind of maybe get back to the place that you were before or even get back to a better place. Um, I don't know when you've had to like navigate some of that stuff, I think, is something we have to constantly keep in mind because it can be easy to go like, yeah, I forgive you. And then when like that anger rises up in your heart again, later, you're like, I thought I already like did this and I already took care of it. Um, Yeah. But sometimes it, I don't know, it really is like a process and like working through things. And I just, I even think like for myself in this, like maybe last year and a half or so that our church has been in, um, and there was a time like kind of towards the beginning where a lot of people left our church and uh, to be very honest, like it really didn't affect me as much. Like I wasn't, I wasn't close to the people that were leaving. I didn't know a lot of these people, or I just kind of knew them by maybe name, but didn't have any relationship with them. Um, But then I like kind of going on as stuff progressed and then like more people started leaving. And then there were quite a few people that left that like were really close to me and I had like relationship with and I'd spent a lot of time in these people's homes and lives and and it it was hard and it's still hard like it it's still hard either not agreeing with like the reasons that they left or not agreeing with the way they did or, or just I don't know whatever those things are and there's constantly this like having to come back to like okay, first of all, Lord, where are the places where I'm being incredibly prideful and thinking that like my way is right. And I know like all the things. Um, but then even too just like dealing with that hurt of like, I was really close to you. And then just one day now, like you're gone and we don't talk like that, just that relationship has been broken. Um, and just like you were saying, Jade of like, where maybe where you are with a certain person of like growing I think for me too just of like walking through this season um and in in some ways I don't know maybe it's even kind of hard to not deal with it because they're not around like I don't see them anymore they're not around I'm not talking Mm -hmm. to them but then like when someone brings it up or I think about it I'm just like oh I just can not just go back to like not thinking about you because I don't want to think about this (laughs) (laughs) right uh
1: ignorance is bliss (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh my gosh I know yeah forgiveness is such a like I don't know it's just such an interesting thing because even I think sometimes too when like the desire for justice or rightness to be done like that's not a wrong or bad thing um but then just knowing how our world is broken um and it's sad like it's really sad and like there obviously is like the ultimate, like the end where God will bring justice to all things and right all things. But before we get there, there's gonna be just be a lot of like brokenness and hurt and injustice that happens, whether real or perceived, um, that we just are gonna have to like wrestle through and learn how to forgive and just and just accept that like Lord, you will you will take care of it at the end.
1: Yeah, I know. I I will say one thing I was thinking of as we we're talking, even thinking about like um, practical ways to like help forgive someone I know for me. And even when I was talking to this with um, some of the leaders like Summer Montoya and like uh, and, and some other times in like our conversations, if there's someone in particular that you really want to work towards, forgiveness and you know it's going to be that like longer process to set boundaries for them Um, and even like set boundaries for yourself like I know um, for me so one of the people the person in particular that I'm talking about is my biological father that he was in jail and then he got out and then um, he like started trying to reach out to me in like 2018 and I was like oh um I can't (laughs) I can't (laughs) and then in 2020 for some reason and again with that book by Bob Goff like there was this opening up of like guilt that I feel like gosh like he's still a human being he's still like an image bearer and like and he's a father who wants to connect with his daughter and I was like oh it just I just felt that pull and I felt so bad for him and there was a lot of compassion in that moment. So I was like, all right, I'll try. I'll, I'll like reach out. I'll like give a little bit. And I felt like when I gave an inch, like he wanted a yard and it was just so, I remember like calling Lish, like I had just known Lish too, but I was desperate. Like I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do. Like I'm just really struggling with this. And I was bawling and mad and, and, angry and sad and all the things and then she said like okay you have to set boundaries with him and you know maybe you guys because he's not he's not here in Arizona he's like on the east coast and she was and Summer was saying, well, maybe, you know, you can tell him, first of all, how you're feeling. That way he's not left in the dark. Like when I talk about avoidance. Oh, like I will. I avoid. He reaches out. He, he used to do it a lot more, but he slowed down a lot. But he would like reach out constantly. and It would piss me off. I was like, I have a life. Don't reach out to me. I'm trying not to be angry at you. <laughs> I'm trying to be Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, you know, but those feelings are OK, you know, but knowing that, like, I'm trying to work towards it summer would say you know set boundaries let them know how you feel first of all so that way it's not like you know this man is left in the dark and you know doesn't think you know has all these assumptions you know clarity is kindness as we always say around here at redemption and so being like hey this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm struggling with like I know it's going to be a process but I really do want to forgive you mm. um but it's just hard right now and then saying like, okay, maybe we can talk like once a month or like once every other month or whatever it is, you know. And then being open to, you know, giving a little bit of like, hey, this this is like a particular thing that's going on with my life, but like, or sharing fears or whatever it is. But setting boundaries is super important. I think if for you and and I know like for me, if there's a particular person that strikes in your mind, um, that it's go, it is going to be a process setting boundaries. And then if you're able to let that person know, like where you're at and where you want to be, but knowing that's going to take time, like even acknowledging what those boundaries are to them that way they're not left in the dark. And that way they're not assuming things about the relationship or anything like that. I know has been something that I know I'm working towards and I have the support of, you know, my, my, my family here at redemption to help me. But yeah, I don't know if that's anybody's journey, but yeah. Boundaries are really good. Yeah. Even in forgiveness.
0: And even as I'm listening to you talk and, you know, you keep mentioning like summer and I'm just thinking about like when you're going through a process of trying to forgive someone. Um, it, it The whole idea of um, like having someone who could walk along that with you, you know, so having someone like a summer Montoya or an older man or woman or you know whoever you are like having someone who can walk alongside you to be able to like help give you those tips and um and just kind of like talk you through those things walk you through those things when things come up and you're like oh I don't know what to do with this and this person is wanting this for me or expecting this for me and like is that normal or is that okay like you know Mm. just having someone that you can kind of bounce those things off of um and then also someone, too, who, like, who's going to be honest with you. And, like, when there's moments where you're just, like, stuck in your ways or whatever, like, can say, hey, like, remember, this is the goal. Like, the goal is forgiveness and to, like, restore and and come together. um And so it just, it just as I'm listening to you talk, Jade, it just really reminds me that forgiveness, just like anything else in the Christian walk, is not something we do by ourselves. We do it first and foremost with God with his help, with the spirit. And then we also do it in community. We do it with other people um, who can come alongside us and just give us those helpful tips and advice and and ways that we can move forward in forgiveness and do it in a way that's honoring to everybody, to everybody involved. Um, Yeah, that's, that's really good. Thank you for sharing that, Jade. Yeah, I know. I was like, should I? And I was like, yeah, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, I, it's funny cause there was like a couple of things. Well, one, something I, I did want to just like reiterate on the podcast. And again, this is in Corey's message. If you were not in seven ten for Corey's message on forgiveness, I'd really advise you to go back and listen to it. You can find it on our, um, on our website or on the Gilbert redemption app. Um, but Corey kind of, as he closed his message, he talked about four steps, um, of, I guess I would say starting the process of forgiveness. Um, and I, will just kind of like list them off really quickly. Um, but the first step was just a confessing like, Lord, I, I can't like without you, I, I can't forgive this person. Um, which is huge. I mean, that in itself is, I think is a huge step of just saying like, Lord, I've been hurt um, I've been sinned against or or whatever the thing may be. And like, I can't do this without you. Um, the second step was acknowledging God, you forgave me a huge debt. Um, and it's, it's so crazy how in situations like we can forget who we are and how we are and the things that like God forgave us for. Um, but just like remembering, acknowledging that of like, God, you loved me in a huge way, like so much that you sent Jesus to pay for my sins well, you also sent Jesus for this person too. And so confessing that. Um, and then the third step was actually something Jade and I, we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, but just like making a conscious effort to go out of your way to love, bless, and do good to those who have hurt you. Um, and again, Jade and I, we talked about this on another podcast, but, um, it it is amazing it's amazing to me in my own life of just like the the situations where i really actively tried to like pray for somebody that i was hurt by or just had tension with um and it's, it's it is really hard it's really hard to like be mad at someone or or want bad for someone when you are trying to pray for them and And do good for them. But again, I think that kind of goes back to the number one of like, Lord, I can't, I can't do that without you. Like I need your spirit to help me do these things um, and to constantly want good for this person. And then the last, the last step was leave the rest to God. Um, And I think sometimes when we're going through a process of forgiveness, um, even sometimes like when we're asking forgiveness of someone else, um, just expecting it to like, to happen and be done. And then everything's fine and we're all fine. And when that doesn't happen, it's like, Ooh, what's like, did I do it wrong? Or, you know, why is this not, not working? Um, or even sometimes when you ask like for forgiveness and the person like, doesn't want to forgive you and you're like, okay, what, like, what do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think like just remembering to like, leave, leave the rest to God and like, he will, he will work that out. And his timing is always perfect. It's always perfect. It's really great. Yeah. Um Okay, well, <laughs> I think maybe that kinda like wraps up our our discussion on on forgiveness, unforgiveness. And again, if you haven't listened to Corey's message, I would I would really encourage you to go back and do it. But I did wanna just close out because I love this book.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> How many times can Alishaba mention gentle and lowly throughout this whole podcast series? Keep count. I
0: know, I know. It's great. I just it's so great. Um, so yes, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Pretty sure I've already talked about this book on the podcast before. But it really is so good. And actually, when I was in seven ten listening to Corey give this message on on forgiveness and unforgiveness, um, this like this chapter in this book just really jumped out to me. Um, so there's a chapter in this book, Gentle and Lonely. It's called the Emotional Life of Christ, and it touches on two emotions of Jesus that are talked about the most in the Gospels. Um, so one, the book starts out talking about Jesus's compassion, but then the end of the book talks about Jesus's anger, and specifically like his anger towards the things that are wrong in the world, the injustice, the hurt, like those things that like hurt his creation, his people. Um, and so I I, I loved when Corey was like giving those four steps and he was talking about leaving the rest to God. Um, because in this chapter, the very last page, um, I'll just read this really quickly. It's so good. So it talks about... Um, There's this sentence, in your grief, he is grieved. In your distress, he is distressed. And then it asks this question, are you angry today? And the next part, I love it because it doesn't say like, don't be angry or like, just get rid of your anger, you know, whatever. It says, let us not be too quick to to seek to diffuse that as sinful. After all, the Bible positively orders us to be angry when occasion calls for it. Um, It gives some references to Psalms 4.4, Ephesians 4.26. And it says, perhaps you have reason to be angry. Perhaps you have been sinned against and the only appropriate response is anger. But then this is what's so great. It says, be comforted by this. Jesus is angry alongside you. He joins you in your anger. Indeed, he is angrier than you could ever be about the wrong done to you. Your just anger is a shadow of his and his anger, unlike yours, has zero taint of sin in it. But then this is the part that that gets me. It says, as you consider those who have wronged you, let Jesus be angry on your behalf. And it talks about like how his anger can be trusted because it's perfect and it springs from his compassion. And then this line, it says, in that knowledge, release your debtor and breathe again. And I just, I remember like reading that and that phrase, release your debtor and breathe again. Like Jesus knows the things, the people, what the situations that have hurt you. You can trust his anger because it's perfect and it's good. And because Jesus is perfect, And he, he, I just think about like Lazarus. When Lazarus died and Jesus came and he wept and just like he was weeping because he was angry because death is not the way it was supposed to be. And so, like, when people have hurt you and sinned against you, like that is not the way that it's supposed to be. But then you can breathe and like you can give that to Jesus and you can let it go and just trust that he's gonna work in you and he's gonna work in that other person. And that again, at the end of it all, it will all be restored and Jesus will make it right and there will be no more tears and no more pain and no more sadness.
1: And that's good news. It is
0: good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Why are we the same person? Right I don't now? know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Okay, well, yeah. That's our that's our spiel on unforgiveness. Okay check back with us baby, and see how we're doing. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's great. It is, it is a process for sure. Um, okay. So we are going to jump quickly and go into talking about spiritual gifts. Um, that's going to actually be, um, the next series. So actually our first Tuesday in October, Corey will be talking about spiritual gifts and, um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be really good. And I, Actually, I'm really excited for this conversation as well because I think Jade and I both have just some things we've been learning about spiritual gifts, about our gifts um, as we've been in this job and um, just like working through different things. So really quickly, because we haven't heard Corey's message yet, I want to read this definition that Corey's going to give on spiritual gifts. So a spiritual gift is a spirit empowered ability that God gives each of his children for the service and building up of his family into Christ-like transformation. So just as we're kind of talking about spiritual gifts, um, just, I want you to keep that in mind. It's a spiritual gift or I'm sorry, it's a spirit-empowered ability that God gives each of his children for the service and building up of his family into Christ-like transformation. Um, so, Jade, maybe do you want to share, like, what are some spiritual gifts? I don't know, because we use that word a lot. Yeah. Um, but, like, when the Bible talks about spiritual gifts, what, what are some of those?
1: Well, some of the spiritual gifts that the Bible mentions are uh, prophecy, serving teaching exhortation giving leadership mercy those things can be found in romans 12 6 8 um which is funny because i never thought of mercy as being like a spiritual mm. gift but that's really that's really cool to like think of um and then there's words of wisdom knowledge uh Faith. You can have the uh, gift of faith, gift of healing, performing miracles, prophecy, um, and distinguishing between spirits. Speaking in tongues, which is usually seen in like charismatic, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, moments. I believe, and then interpretation of tongues, which is super important. Um, I know personally from having like a Baptist background and being from a charismatic church, and. Um, like interacting with people who have spoken in tongues. Interpretation of tongues is super important because Mm -hmm. if you don't know what someone is saying, then sometimes it feels like a gift that's like hard to really celebrate with other people. Yeah. But yeah, those are some of the spiritual gifts that I don't know have been mentioned in the Bible. So it's interesting to see like now, because I think of those things happening like back in the day, and these are gifts that are still, you know, being given. The Holy Spirit is moving constantly, and so giving gifts. So, what are those? What are the, what do those gifts look like? Contempt, in a mm. contemporary manner. Yeah. So, um, I was I don't know. We were thinking about like what what are some spiritual gifts that you know we have in in ways that we've seen the Lord, um, gift us. Um, and I know for me personally, um. That's like kind of the, the big question that I've been <laughs> like dealing with. I'm like, okay, Lord, like, what's my gift? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really like, have like, you given it to me yet? I know <laughs> <laughs> what's going on. Um, but it's actually kind of funny. We um, so the seven ten leadership team. We met up with this wonderful woman. Her name is Holly Butler. She actually um, works at Redemption Tempe. And we had a time of prayer. She has, like, a a gift of, like, prayer and praying for people. And um, we were, she was, like, asking us, like, you know, did she ask us, like, what some of our gifts were? I don't even know how we got on the topic.
0: Yeah, I think it was just kind of through us sharing how we we felt like we met God in prayer. And it was, like, kind of through that. Oh. She was, like,
1: yes, we were praying, we were praying, and she said that you know, through my prayer, she said, oh, you just have such joy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, wow. She goes, I I believe you have like the gift of joy. And part of me feels like gift of joy. Like, first of all, that's a fruit of the Holy Spirit as part of the thing that I was thinking, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. but she said it was a gift. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, if I have the gift of joy, what, like, how do I, how do I use that? As like a an actual practice, yeah, and and even how to like grow in that, like mm-hmm. what what would that even mean? But I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, what what is a gift that God has given me? Um, sometimes I think of like service too. Like, I I think like having a, a the gift of service is something that's kind of a common thing. But you know, um, I don't know. I thought maybe that was something that I had. Um, I don't know. What, what what do you think your gifts are, Lish? Like, what what are some thoughts?
0: Yeah. So I I would say. Um, serving has kind of always been one of those things that I'm like, Oh Lord, I I do really enjoy doing that. And I, I, I feel like, um, by God's spirit, he has really enabled me to just kind of like serve in wherever is needed. Um, I, I really do try to be that person that's like, Lord, just wherever, like you need me to be or whatever you need me to be, or whatever you need me to do, like I'm, I'm okay with that. I want to, I want to do that. I want to serve you in that. And so I, I would also say, um, gifts of service. I, there is like just different, some tests and things that you can do just kind of like personality things. Um, and the one time that I did take a test, um, actually Shannon Butler, who some of you may not know, but he used to be on the seven ten leadership team. Um, he had like sent out a, a, Test to our team saying like, hey, maybe take this and just see what you come up with. And actually when I took that test, it did it it like affirmed the like the serving thing, mm-hmm. which granted sometimes with those tests you have to be careful because, you know, people don't want to be pigeonholed and whatever that is. But yeah. um but it was interesting because it it did kind of like affirm affirm that. Um and then ask actually when um you were just talking about Holly Butler and that time that we spent with her as a as a leadership team. Um And something that she had said to me um, was the gift of discernment. Um, Which I totally agree. (laughs) um, Which was also like really interesting and I... When the Bible talks about like being slow to speak and like quick to listen, like that's something that I re- like I don't know that that passage is just always really stuck out to me. And again, some of that I do think is like personality. I I do tend to just be a quieter person who likes to observe. Um and I I can be real good about like listening to other people and asking questions like get them to talk so I don't have to talk. Um and I don't I don't even know if that has anything to do with gift of discernment, but um But she, she did also kind of like, she said that to me very specifically of like feeling like I, you know, I think you have the gift of discernment. Um, And so even kind of like echoing what you said, Jade, I I just like been thinking about that a lot of like, okay, how do I grow in that? And I know part of that is just praying that the Lord like helps me Mm -hmm. in that. Um, But yeah, just like really thinking about like, okay, how do I, how do I grow in that? And then how do I use that like for the body? Um, and not like in a prideful way of like, oh, I have this like discernment and everyone just like needs to listen to me or like, I don't know, whatever that is, but like, how do I really use that gift to help our team, to help people in our community, like in our family? Um, just like how, how do I really use that to honor, to honor God? So yeah, it is, it is really interesting. Um, just when you're thinking about spiritual gifts and something I've always been struck with is, um, I can't remember the passage specifically, but there is a place where I think it's Paul um like encouraging people to like to pray for certain gifts. Yeah. And I don't really feel like that's something that we do. Yeah, isn't it prophecy one of them and wisdom? Yeah, and it's very interesting because it's like we talk about spiritual gifts, we wonder what ours are, we wonder if we have one, <laughs> but we don't ever really talk about like praying for like praying for your spiritual gift and i don't know just
1: crying out to god for you know for that or for him to show you you know what it is or like use someone else to illuminate it for you too Mm -hmm. that like even if you're like lord i can't like if you could ask like if you say lord if you can present someone to like come and like tell me or like have an encouragement because I know God speaks through people mm-hmm. so like when you have that affirmation coming from different areas of like yeah no this is your gift or if you think about things that people are const- like constantly saying to you that are striking and like oh I think that's my gift mm-hmm. you know and like even I know even a practical way to like keep track of that is like writing down maybe some compliments but I don't are they compliments? I guess it would Affirmations. Just be like, yeah, like, oh, you, you were really, you have a servant's heart or like, oh, you, you know, you just said something and, you know, I, I saw this like come to pass, like, you know, whatever that is, or like, you just have a lot of wisdom and like what you said struck me because I needed this today and this is how, you know, whatever. So like having like wisdom in there. Yeah. Um, Even like giving, like if people notice how generous you are, Mm. generosity is also a gift. Like we should all be generous, but there's a level of like people who are just generous. Yeah, completely. And people say, wow, you're just super generous with your time, with your money, with all your resources. Like you are just a generous person. That's a gift too. But if you just keep track of what people are saying to you or ways that – um you feel like you've been praying and just having those affirmations, like that's another way to notice like what your gifts are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then even to just kind of the natural, like what do I gravitate towards? You know, like what are the things and that I do that really just bring me joy and don't feel like a weight or a mm-hmm. burden? Yeah. I think sometimes like that can also be a really good indication of, just like how God's gifted you and, and and your makeup and your character and like what are the things that you know I, I i another one that i think of that sometimes maybe i feel like gets overlooked but like the gift of encouragement like people that are just incredibly encouraging and um i don't i don't know if i want to say like po- i don't positive because i don't want to sound like new i don't know yes. age or whatever but like people that are just very like they see when something good has happened or they recognize when you and like and they're just quick to like step into that and say wow like that thing you did or that thing you said like I noticed that it was uplifting or encouraging and I don't know so it it is interesting yeah like stopping to like think about what are people saying to you and then also just stopping to think like where are the places that I I'm just like really comfortable. Like it's really natural and it's not I don't have to think about it to to do it or to step to step into that. I just do it automatically and it just comes really easy to me. I think sometimes can be a good good indicator of um of spiritual gifts. So, um I'm act- I'm actually really excited for um, this message that Corey is going to preach. So I, I hope that you all come out to 710, uh, next Tuesday our first Tuesday in October. Um, and if you can't come, um, again, they're always recorded so you can, you can find them online, but I, I'm really just excited to hear more of what Corey has to say. And just like the things that God has been teaching him as he thinks about, um, again, just like the body of Christ and, and I don't know, I just want to say this one more time of like, our gifts are like meant to, to help each other Mm -hmm. like they're not just for us they're not just to like make us seem cool or or puff us up but like they really are there to help like our family and so learning what your gift is is not just so that you can say oh this is my gift but it's like okay now how do I use
1: this to help my brothers and sisters right like not another category of like I'm an (laughs) lgbxrid And <laughs> I'm an Enneagram nine. Um, no, not that we have anything against those things. No, not a bit. But it's like, I think, or like even when people say like, oh, I'm this horoscope. There's just like this, this way that people categorize things and they just like identify it. But like a gift is not just for you. You've, it's got to be spread out. Like yes. you can't be a cancer and think like your cancerism is going to be like a gift to everybody. You yes. know what I mean?
0: Yes, that's so true. That's so true. Well, <laughs> this has been great. I hope it, I hope it's been helpful. I don't know. Yeah, we, I feel like we kind of did a lot of rambling, but I hope it was good rambling. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're really excited for Corey to just like finish out our our family series. We've just really enjoyed um, starting out our our seven ten year talking mm. about like the family of God and and really us wanting. to wanting to be that family. So uh, as always, we're really thankful for you all listening. And if you have any feedback or things you want to share, feel free to email us or text us or find us at 710. Or- yeah,
1: please. I, I really want to encourage you guys to feel comfortable <laughs> Yeah, coming to us and saying things. We want this podcast to be practical and encouraging but also we want to just highlight like ways that you're even doing some of these practices or stories that you're able to contribute that we yeah, can talk totally. about or you you can come and talk with us so we would really love you know for you guys to not be afraid to come talk to us and tell us all the good things that are happening
0: yes that's great alright well Jade signing off for now peace out bye <laughs>